Well, as the NFL season comes to a close, I know a lot of NFL fans that are really hoping and praying that God is going to be on their side. I know as a kid growing up in Buffalo, Tim Russert, the news anchor for Meet the Press, he was from Buffalo, and he would actually pray during Meet the Press when the Buffalo Bills were in the Super Bowl, praying for God's favor, praying for God to be on their side. Right, it's the only thing he could do, right? It's the, the best thing he could do for the team. It's the best way he could, could, could contribute. And I know a lot of people are really hoping, like, that somehow their prayers can influence who's going to win a game, who's going to influence whose team God's going to choose this year. Might seem silly, but when we look at God's word, we're going to see that, well, maybe we're a little bit off when it comes to how God chooses what side he's going to be on. Let's read Joshua chapter 5. Joshua chapter 5, we see the Israelites, they are getting ready to go into the promised land, to take this land that God has promised to them, to their ancestors. For over 400 years, they've had this promise of, one day you're going to have your own land. You're going to have this place where you can have your own businesses and you can you, know, you can have your own farms and gardens and houses, and you're going to be your own masters. You won't be slaves anymore. It's going to be great. Landowners, homeowners, it's going to be great. And finally, that, that promise is coming to fruition. They've just got some battles ahead of them. There are, there are people that are living in their land that they've got to kick out and say, okay, God's promised us this land. Sorry, but this is ours. You've got to go. So Joshua chapter 5, the Israelites are getting ready for that. Joshua is now in charge. Is preparing for battle. It says this, Joshua chapter 5, verse 13. Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. So Joshua is out one night, you know, patrolling, doing, walking around, and he sees this guy with a saw drawn, right? This guy's packing heat. It's like, okay, like, whoa, friend or foe? Like, are you here to hurt me, to hurt us? Should I take you out? Should I get my sword out? Who are you? Are you on our side or are are you on somebody else's side? That's actually what he asked. Joshua says this. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Are you you from our camp? Are you an Israelite? Are, Are you a friend or are you foe? Are you from the enemy camp? Verse 14. Neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And he says, I'm not from here, okay? I'm I'm not on either side. I'm not from Israel. I'm not from Jericho. I'm from somewhere else. He says, I'm the commander of the Lord. Joshua says, then fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy. And so a lot of scholars, when they read this, they see Joshua's response to this guy. He doesn't take out a sword. He falls down on his face. And then the commander of the Lord's army tells him to take off his shoes, take off his sandals because he's standing on holy ground. It takes them back to, it takes us back to when Moses was in the desert and he saw God speak to him in the fiery the burning bush and God says, take off your sandals for this is holy ground. And so many scholars believe that this could have been Jesus. This could have been Jesus who shows up as the commander of the Lord's army. We don't know exactly, but what we do know is that when Joshua asks this guy, hey, are you for us or are you for our enemies? He says, I'm, I'm for neither. I'm, I'm, I'm not really like on 
on your side, against you. I'm not for them. I'm, I'm, I'm from somewhere else. I'm from far away. And God doesn't choose sides we see here. God doesn't choose sides we do. Right? God doesn't choose sides we do. He doesn't choose football teams to win the Super Bowl. At least I don't think so. I don't really have all the information, but I don't think so. Okay? But he doesn't choose sides we do. The question that we should not be asking ourselves today is, hey, is God on my side? Is God on my side? Is he, is he, you know, is he on my side as I go into this interview? Is he on my side as I you know, go into this battle against this person, this argument? Or is God on my side as I fight this disease? The question we need to be asking ourselves is, hey, am I on God's side? How do I, how do I if I'm not, how do I get onto God's side? And the the, the answer is, well, you've got to listen to God and you sometimes have to do some really hard things, some things that don't usually make sense. What did the Israelites have to do to be on God's side? They had to follow the directions of the commander of the army of the Lord who tells them, hey, this is what you need to do. You need to go to Jerusalem and basically be almost defenseless, okay, and just walk around the city once every day for six days. And on the seventh day, I want you to walk around the city seven times. And then after it, just make a big noise with some instruments in your voices. Like that's the game plan. Like what? Doesn't it make any sense? And yet that's what God, the commander of the Lord's army tells them to do. That's what you got to do to be on God's side. Yes. And sometimes in order to be on God's side, he's going to ask us to do hard things like be sacrificial and, and give up our, of our money. You know, in the Old Testament, it was a tithe. It was, hey, I want you to trust me. I want you to trust that 90% of your income actually goes further and is, can, can, can be used in a better way than 100% without my blessing. So be generous and give. It might not make sense, but hey, that's one way to get onto God's side. You know, other ways are to share your faith, to do things that are difficult, to have spiritual conversations with people. Right to go and make disciples as Jesus commanded us to do. You want to be on God's side? You just listen to God's voice as you're reading Scripture, and you do what He tells you to do. You want to be on God's side? You you forgive, right? You obey Jesus' command that says, "I need you need to forgive your brother not just seven times, but seventy-seven times or seventy times seven. It's just an endless amount. That's how you get on God's side. Because guys, don't be asking yourself this question today: Is God on my side? Ask yourself this question. Am I on God's side? Am I, am I obeying the clear commands in Scripture so that I am coming over to him and saying, God, you have my life. I want to obey you. Help me be on your side today. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, pray that you would help us to, to get onto your side today, to do the things that are clearly commanded in Scripture but are sometimes hard, sometimes difficult, sometimes faith-stretching just like it was for the Israelites to walk around the city of Jericho. But God, help us to take steps of faith, whether it be to ask how I can, how you can pray for somebody today, as how, how we can be generous with others, with your church, with your people, God. Um, help us to... Um, yeah, not look for you to just to come to us and come to our rescue, but how we can align our lives with your will. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.